This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts. David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, light him up. March 30th, 2013. Welcome, everybody, to the official Catalina wine mixer. It is the Catalina Wine Mixer. This is the 30th anniversary of the Cigar Authority. Congratulations. Congratulations Chuck, congratulations to you. To you. To you. Congratulations Three years. To you guys. It is official. Three years. I can't believe it. A special show for you today. The national launch of a new cigar and a new lighter from a cigar cutter company. What? Okay. So that'll be, uh, it's, a, it's a big show. This is something going on here right now. We're here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come down, see what it's all about, please do so. We're exit one off Route 93, the first exit into Salem, New Hampshire. Come to the end of the exit. Take a right. We're about a mile down on the right. Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we'll be here all day. So come on down. The launch of a brand-new cigar, a brand-new lighter from a cigar cutter company. We'll have all that information for you. It is. It is a mouthful. Um, and we and we have the uh, the main guys from the company here, so we'll bring them on too. Uh, as are they we get the presidents, are they the CEOs? Like, what are the, what are their titles? Yeah, I don't know. We'll get that information. Right. What the exact titles are? Um, Big cheeses. Easter tomorrow. Uh, I have to get ready for that. You always want to look your best on Easter Sunday. I need a haircut really bad, <laughs> yeah, so you do. I will cut my own hair on the show. Uh, so we can all look forward to that. We, we, we have nothing. We, we ran out of material, We've, folks. That's we the, thought that's the whole that problem. last week's poop show was yeah. the bottom, and then we found a way to go lower. And that's the only guarantee you get here is we will continually find ways to disappoint you right here on the Cigar Authority. One thing that will not disappoint, Mr. Jonathan will put the electric dog collar on today. I don't know that he will. We have it here. I think we can get him to do that. So uh, that more. We're giving away $500 today, too. So uh, at 3.30, somebody's going to uh, win 500 bucks. So if you come in the store, uh, we'll show you how you can do that and all that stuff. So anyway, congratulations, boys. Three years in running. Wow. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, New Hampshire. We are the only radio station that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist you smoke along with us. You must, especially today. Celebration. Light it up. You can catch our syndication on one of the seven radio stations that currently pick us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. You can simply tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time right on our website, or you can set it and forget it right on iTunes. And a big special thank you going out to the Cigar Station, replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. For three years you've been doing it, for three whole years. So uh, we have a cigar I had put aside for a long time, since 2008. Uh, We named this cigar the Cigar of the Year back in 2008. It is Essencia. Uh, limited edition. This is a small micro brand, great cigar, um, and these have been sitting there waiting for today for us. Waiting, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the guys from um, Brothers of the Leaf, 
they're the ones with Essentia. B O T L, uh, right? Yep. And they uh, gave me this box, uh, and they signed it. And I said, why not? Today is the special day to have such a thing like this. This is the Corona Gorda, 5 and 3 eighths by 46. And uh, it's an uncellophane cigar. And they'll tell us all about it. You got one for Chuck. Yep. Be careful throwing that over there. Be a good catcher, Chuck. Okay, buddy. And uh, Mark and Mike should actually light one of these up, too, if they if they want to. I'll put, I'll put it aside over here all for right. them when they get there. So they'll but, be ready uh, to go. And um, they own Palio Cigar Cutters. Yes. Okay. So uh, what, uh, what do we got to use? We got to use the Palio Cigar Cutter to. to cut it. Have I have to. said it many times, and I know we have uh, folks from great companies out there that listen to the show that have cigar cutters and lighters that are out there. I've never changed my opinion on this cutter. I've said it many, many times. This is the best cigar cutter ever on the market. It came out many years ago. It actually was made first in New Hampshire. Really? And it was a surgical company that made a surgical uh, cutter, um, different surgical equipment, and they ended up making a cigar cutter, and they didn't know how to market it. They didn't know what to do with it. I I tried to buy the company, and... uh, they weren't interested in selling it to me. They said it would be millions of dollars because of the research that went into this. So uh, they foo-fooed me and said no, and a little while later, these guys bought it. So uh, it is the greatest cigar cutter ever made. You ever use one? I have one. Okay. I have a paleo cutter, yeah. And what's, you should. What's different about the cutter is that the blades, they run on a track. Right. So unlike a normal cut on a cigar, which would crown the cap, it starts to cut and then rides up the cigar, and you end up with a rounded, rounded surface right. on That's the end of your cigar. The Palio, because of that track, goes straight through. It, they're unbelievably sharp. You do not want to mess around and stick your finger in there. You'll lop it right off. Really? Oh, it's ve- they're very, very sharp. I mean, any cutter could do you some damage, but this one, the blades are super thin. They're, it's like two Take little it right razors. Off. I'm being a little sarcastic, but I remember la- we're in Salem today. Yep. We haven't been in Salem in, I think, five or six months. Last time I was here, I remember there being a story about someone cutting their finger yeah, yeah, yeah. with the cutter. Yes. They put their so it's thumb, serious. It put, is serious. They put their thumb in the hole. <laughs> it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It cuts things off. <laughs> yeah. It certainly so does. children, don't play with it. It's, it's, it's a real deal. And uh, later we'll have the boys on and they'll explain to us their new lighter. As great as their cutter is, they have a lighter. And they're launching it today. Nice. It is here. And... Uh, They'll tell us why it's so special, but I'm going to light my cigar up with it. Are you saying pal? What are you saying? Pal. He was trying to say palio. We couldn't get the whole thing out. you got some sound effects going on because it's the anniversary party. So I, got all, I got myself all hopped up over here. It is the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> it is. This is a f***ing Catalina wine mixer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Mark and Mike, you want to smoke one of these cigars? They're here for you. Aging all those years, nice. 2008. Wow. When this cigar came out, it was phenomenal. Very, very rich smoke, very cedary. And sitting there since 2008, the cedar flavor itself has subsided and blended itself in with the rest of the tobaccos. Mm. Really, really good. It is. Uh, it, it was a standout cigar then, and it's still a standout. And uh, just sitting here, aging in the box, five full years, mm. beautiful. It, it, it was ready then. I mean, it was fabulous then. It's just better. That's all. So uh, this is Essencia, 
2008, it says right on the band, and they're going to be launching a brand-new cigar next hour. We'll tell you about that cigar. We'll have them on uh, at the next break, and they'll tell us about it. But uh, it is our three-year anniversary. I mean, we've hit some milestones. Uh, this was a, uh, you know, should we try out a cigar radio show and see what it does? And uh, we got a little video thing going on. Now we got seven stations, and I have a lot of stats. It was April 1st, 2010, first time we went on the air. Uh, we did a little test the night before, which is actually one year ago today. Yes. And uh, see if the equipment would work and uh, how it would go. And we took uh, a phone call. We had no business doing it. <laughs> we took a phone call. We had Skype going. Remember the phone number? I don't remember what the phone number was. It you was don't like remember that? 54. Something Easy Jail 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy I don't remember the first two numbers. Though. <laughs> 54 Easy Jail 19. Because we tr- it was a terrible number, so we said, we've got to come up with some sort of easy way for people to remember. <laughs> so it was like 54 Easy Jail 19, which... What the hell? <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking there? <laughs> it has nothing to do with cigars at all. No, it was, but it was a terrible number because the, it was a Skype the number. The tough thing was trying to figure out how we were going to market the number and be able to make it like it was normal. Yeah, yeah it's just Easy Jail 19. And the reason is <laughs> yeah, right. because if you smoke Cuban cigars, you'd go to jail right. real easy. And If you were 19, you know, yeah. Oh, my God. You'd get 19 years for it or I, whatever. I, I haven't thought of that since then. So, uh, and, and now we have a phone number and we don't tell anybody what it is. We're afraid. We've gone full circle. We've had, yeah, we've had it's, a couple it's, of bad it's on calls. My, it's on my show sheet every single week. It's yeah. on both pages, and I never say it. Never. Never. Because you don't want to get calls. No. Nah. It's just an interruption of our day, I think, really. Um, so April 1st, 2010, we started right now picking up the show on seven radio stations. Also, we got the podcast, 65,000 downloaded podcasts. Growing daily. That's impressive. Yeah, 65,000. Video telecasts, over 13,000 video telecasts. There's people out there with, like, no entertainment in their life. I mean, really putting two hours aside to watch this mess. Each week, and it's amazing. I love the um, the iTunes tune thing that automatically it shows up yeah, on, on pops my thing. Yeah, right in. Yeah. So you go on iTunes and you subscribe to it, and then it just pops on my. Uh, the only issue we've had phone. the last couple of weeks, and I don't know Chuck if you were able to get to the bottom of it, but uh, we, I got several emails from people, and thank you for checking in. Some of the podcasts have been cutting off the last half hour of the show. Which is bad for the people listening, but it's even worse for poor Jim at the cigar station. Yeah. He does his edits on Wednesday, and he puts the time aside, and he'll send me the email on Wednesday, and sometimes it takes a full day before it's fixed. So, sorry, Jim. Yeah, sorry, Jim. I, uh, I've been getting your messages about that. I've been personally going in there and fixing myself. Hopefully, they should all be rectified at this point. All but, right. uh, We've been making mistakes for three years. What do you say? Moving forward, no more mistakes or less mistakes? Less mistakes? What? Let's go with that. Let's go with that. So we have a blog site also, CigarAuthority.com. We're all on that site, all the old videos. Not all of them, but a lot of old, Most of old, them. old yeah. ones. Are, after a while, I mean, they, they take them down because there's too much bandwidth right. or whatever happens. All the podcasts are on there with the exception of the first one. And, and, and there was a lost episode. There was a Jesus Fuego one that was lost. Lost episode. Yep. So all but a couple of them anyway. Uh, and there's blogs on there. I think there are two or three. Yep, two, yep. Yep. two or three. <laughs> We, two or three blocks. Yeah, we have not been on top of that, uh, uh, which maybe going forward or something we start working I doubt on. it. I doubt it, too. You can so. syndicate, con- syndicate content, too, you know? If you, hear, if you hear a story, you can just post the story. You don't have to come up with creative ideas all the time on your own, which can sometimes be difficult. Yeah. I, I wish the cigar companies, you, you know, just email me the press release or something like that, and I'll plop it up there and... 
not enough hours in a day to do everything that we do. You got to smoke cigars. You got to hang out with your buddies. You got coffee to drink. You got you got things to do. People to talk to. Is that what you do all day? That's what we do all day. <laughs> um, 156 shows wow. in the can. 156 of them. It's impressive. We could start replaying some of the better old ones, and no one would know. Are there any good ones? No. Okay. It was. I think there might have been one or two. Uh, 312 hours of content, 312 hours, which is 18,720 minutes, 1,123,200 seconds of this mess. And we're adding to it right now as we speak. Second by second. If you were to take that, that would be 13 full days, 24 hours a day. If you wanna, I'm going to listen to all the shows. Wow. It would take you 13 full days, 24 hours Not a day. Not sleeping. You better get yourself hopped up on some sort of illegal substance to be able to stay awake for that long. Because <laughs> it will put you to sleep. And that's what a lot of people use to go to sleep, the insomniacs and stuff like that. They listen to the Cigar Authority. They, they get it on their, their iTunes thing, and uh, they listen to it at night, and they go to sleep. We've got, we've got a lot of emails and stuff, people telling me they listen when they're at the gym, uh, they listen in their car, they listen... I cannot imagine this getting someone pumped up, but just in case... <laughs> Come on, buddy, you can one do more. one more. One more. One more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, employees uh, over the years, we've had me, I've been on from the very beginning, you Tommy know. Grella that started off with you us. You missed two shows. I missed one. You missed two. Did I? Okay. Tommy Grella, who uh, started with us and now has his own restaurant. He and, does. Uh, uh, we should get him on again anyway if he's whatever Did you have a host prelude. before him? Oh, we it was had, me and him. Yeah. We, we had... Oh, we had the unknown comic. We'll leave his name out of there. I he, don't he even was remember his after, name. He was fired after the first episode. <laughs> so he doesn't even count. Yeah. Dave called me up and was like, he sucks. You need to fire him. And I'm like, what do you mean I need to fire him? He you goes, him he's, your, he's your buddy. Like, I don't even know him. I, met, brought- him. I met him on a cruise somewhere. He gave me his card. He said he was a comedian. So I'm like, here's an opportunity to promote your brand. And he failed. I hear he's a good comedian. I never... You met a dude on a cruise ship? It was my cruise, yeah. He came up and he was like, hey, maybe we could do yeah. something again." After they danced, the moon was right. Things oh were feeling God. good. And that's how it was. Unbelievable. So the unknown comic fired after the first episode. Mr. Jonathan quits. Episode 10? Episode 10. Episode 10. Mr. Returned episode 19. Uh, Chuck Morrison jumps in. Stays ever since. I don't know if the word jumps in is accurate. Because I gave like six weeks notice... Because that's how long it took. And I ended up, if I'm not mistaken, I had to pull my equipment out of my car and kind of save the day on the, the show that was supposed to be Chuck's. It's not how I recall it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy leaves, uh, starts a restaurant, Prelude, in Methuen, Massachusetts, if you're ever in that area. Uh, stop in and see Tommy Grella. He was in the, food, uh, the next Food Network TV show. Uh, that's where he got his start. And... Uh, uh, decided to go into the restaurant business after that because he was a financial planner before that. Um, and then Mr. Jonathan returns as what he calls the co-host. Really uh, the star. Yeah, or the star of the show. And uh, nothing has changed since that, but they will. They will because everything changes. The best show. What was the best shows? Um, we looked at um, stats and things that came out of how many people are listening and things. One of the biggest was the Snowtropolis Snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse. Really? That was the uh, three feet of snow we got. Yeah. And uh, we broadcast. We and still pulled was, it off. Everybody was home. Nobody was able to go out. And a lot of people listened to the show, hmm. apparently, right? They tuned in. So uh, we, I guess we should pray for bad weather. That's good for the show. Um, the Cigar of the Year show, they were always big. 
uh, and the anniversary sh- uh, shows for uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop, the anniversary parties when we have all the cigar celebrities. Yes. Uh, which you coined that phrase. I hear it uh, when I go to other states, when I go to other countries, and people will say cigar celebrity. And I have a little I smile on my face. to be on the record that I did coin that because I don't want someone else taking credit for it. Cigar celebrities. And... Uh, Candy bars and cigars, a recent episode we have. Big, big... Uh, big numbers. Big numbers on that. Uh, that was a goofy show. I didn't think that was going anywhere. I, I was actually against it. Really? But when they brought the candy bars in with the potato chips as the uh, <laughs> cleanser, and yeah. I, I, I all of a sudden got very interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how well this thing's holding its ash. Oh. So, so then you have... Um, this is an Ashkabal cigar right here. Yeah, Ashkabal. This is the Essentia 2008. Uh, small, small brand. They'll tell us all about it anyway. Most viewed show, video-wise. Most viewed show. Anniversary? Oh, no. The Pit, the pit Girls. When we oh, had the Pit yeah. Girls on. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, Smoking Ortsack and the Pit Girls, it's called. And I don't think it's about Smoking Ortsack. That's why so, so many people nope. turned in video-wise. So guys are guys, and that's it, right? Uh, most listened to show was actually uh, Dr. Mark S. Marcosi. Really? Live Long and Smoke. Everybody Great. tuned into that um, to hear a scientist and a doctor's point of view on... Uh, I had an s- argument with a guy who's such an idiot. I had an argument with him about the fact that the medical world just keeps perpetuating illness so that they can keep making money. And sure. He's shaking his head. You know what he does? He's a psychiatrist. Ah. He prescribes the medication and tests it out on his patients. That's why he's shaking his head. He's part of it. He's part of the animal. Billions with a B. That's it. That's it. You know why they call it a practice, right? Yeah, it ain't perfect. Yeah, they just practice. It's been practicing for years and years. A doctor's practice. Just practicing. Yeah. Nothing important going on here. It's not the science of medicine. It's the practice of medicine. Just practicing. Most requested show to do it again. Is Dave from the office. office. Yep. With one request, it wins. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Lots of them. So you know what? Next week, live from Dave's office. Wow. All nice. right. So we'll take care of that as a little gift to those that like that show. For what reason? We That was a show with actually no show prep, no paperwork. Right. We weren't we just, even sure we were going to be able to do it. We just started recording. And just to see what happens, yeah. went through the motions, and it worked. Yeah, we could have gone on for four hours yeah. easily. We only did one side, one wall, one of the four walls, talking about the stuff that was on the walls and stuff. Uh, Rick's here. Uh, best guess, best guess that came on the show. Pick best girls. guess, that was big. That was big. That was the best uh, viewership by Nikolai uh, Volkov. Nikolai Volkov, WWE champion. Nikolai Volkov. We had him on here doing a hammer and sickle event. That yep. was fun. He. Uh, Stood up and did the uh, Russian, na- national, Russian national anthem. And so, <laughs> Dave stands up and he does the Heil Hitler sign. Yeah. <laughs> not thinking that this is not what the Russian national anthem is about. Oh, that's so awesome. I thought he's that's like what they did. thinking that he's saluting and being respectful, and he's actually doing the exact opposite. <laughs> Nobody think, stopped me. Nobody I, said anything. Although we there was were, a lot of laughing going on. We were all horrified. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was more than a little scary. Yeah, no one said, and, and those were the early days where we wouldn't even interrupt each other and, and call us out on something. We'll wait till the commercial. What were you doing? Right now, you'd be all over me. You'd just say I what certainly it is. would. Uh, we mentioned Dr. Mark uh, Marcosi, uh, another uh, top uh, best guest. Uh, Jerry Greenfield. Yeah. That was big. Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. Yes. 
That was uh, personally one of my uh, crowning achievements yeah, as yeah. a uh, radio we, host. We need to have him down here. Yeah. Do a live show, ice cream and cigars. Yeah, and pair them up. Pair them up. Pair them up. Jerry, if you're listening, and that's how he ended up coming. He listens to the show and then heard about the anniversary party, and that's how he showed up. So I know you're listening, Jerry. So uh, get some ice cream, and we'll scoop it. And how about we try some Ben & Jerry's and some other brand that we don't know and say which one is the better one. I don't know if he would dare do something like that, if he has the nerve, if he has the guts, the ability. Huh? Do you have what it takes? It's challenging. You know what it, it takes. A challenge. I don't know. Whatever it's going to take to get him in here, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mrs. Jonathan. Remember Mrs. We Jonathan had Mrs. was a guest. She was a guest. Last year, 2012? Yeah, 2012. February 2012 for Valentine's Day. Yep, author of Searching for Julia Stone, uh, a.k.a. Sexcapades of Mr. Jonathan. Have you read it yet? No, nor, nor will I. Your wife wrote a book about you having sex with you, and you will not read it. It's got to be horrifying. I just won't read it cover to cover. She gave me a bunch of the stories to read and approve before she put them in the book, so I... I kind of know what it's about. If you want to know anything about how Mr. Jonathan has sex, searching for Julia Stone. <laughs> searching for So Julia. zero people will be buying the book as a result of that commercial. Um, Joe Gianniscoli last week. He's been on twice. Phone yeah. in call and, uh, and in person. That yeah. was a nice treat. We're going to have him up in uh, May, I believe. Uh, we're having spaghetti and meatballs with G- and cannolis with Joe Gianniscoli. We had a cannolis just so it rhymed. <clears throat> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, he's going to cook. He's going to do the cooking. Nice. And we're going to sit around and talk about the old Soprano shows and uh, what he's doing and all that stuff. So we'll have a little cigar dinner. We'll tell you about that as it's coming closer. Louis Tiant, El Tianti. Uh, very interesting. We had him on a couple times. I uh, can't understand a freaking word that guy says. Off ear, you absolutely can. And he could never say what he says off ear, on ear. Maybe that's what it is. But I'll tell you this, never have we ever had people listening more intently to try to figure it out. Sure, yeah. yeah. Everyone, like, like get closer. Literally, if you could have seen the studio audience leaning forward on their seats as yeah. if that were going to help them understand. Yeah, understand Spanglish. Um, the girl shows, all the girl shows, very popular. Uh, the pit, The pit... Girls. You have a hard time saying that. Pit girls. I want to say the pit crew girls for some reason. I always want to say the pit crew. Oh. But I say it, whatever. But it's the pit girl. It helps you get through it. Uh, Susanna Argon, she was with uh, Padilla, uh, very popular. Jess Levine, Mrs. Jonathan, always popular when we have the girls in here. Uh, how about cigar people? We've had everybody yep. that's worth having on, we've had on. So uh, we're going to wrap it up with, with the guys from Essentia today, and we've, we've hit the goal yeah. at that point. We've it got it all. Three years to nail everyone. Um, how about people we shouldn't have had on, that we had on, and, boy, that was a mistake? I don't think we should go there. All right. I'm just saying, given my history, I'll end up saying something, and it'll come back to bite me in the, the tushy. All right, we won't go there. But there are some. There's some people, eh, maybe that was a mistake. Uh, the future, um, rumblings about satellite radio. They're interested in us. Um, it would change everything. We would be able to curse if we had to i and, want to and we, yeah, wow. we want to uh things would change so i'm still the only person never to let it slip you're a professional i'm the only person you have you have tommy did jesus fuego did three times in a row yep. yeah. <laughs> 
uh, more syndicated uh, stations across America looking at us, uh, more Internet stations picking us up. I have not checked on the Internet station. Uh, and uh, more of everything. The whole idea is more of everything. We want more of everything. How are you? So anyway, uh, that's what I got for stats. 60, easy 19. Courtesy of our longest listener, oh, which should be in the stats. It should Rudy. be on the stats. Rudy from Canada. Yeah, 60, easy jail 19. 60, easy jail 19. Thank you, Rudy. Rudy, do they have Easter He has it on Canada? speed dial on his phone. He just had, took him a second to he pull might, it up. He might, he might be calling in today. Really? See, yeah. if we, see if we can entice him. Do they have Eastern Canada? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you ask That's these questions question. every time. Yeah. <laughs> Canada is no different than the United States. It's very well, different. They, they don't have, like, Thanksgiving. They have, like, Canadian Thanksgiving, right? Oh, so it doesn't count. The only disappointing thing that they has have Canadian, Canadian in front of it is Canadian bacon. <laughs> Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon is a huge disappointment. No. They should switch no. to regular bacon because Canadian bacon is just ham. It's just little round ham. Yeah, but if it's cooked right, it's better than ham. It's just ham cooked right. Cook your ham right. You could stop calling it Canadian bacon. Yeah, I it's disagree. An insult to I disagree. Bacon. If you find good, and maybe if Rudy calls in, he can back me up on this. If you can find real you know, good Canadian bacon, beard like it's that, different than ham. Rudy does not eat Canadian bacon unless he has to. He eats regular bacon. He's a man's man. He's got a beard. He probably chops his own wood. He's a lumberjack. Eats regular He's a bacon. man's man. He smokes cigars. Smokes cigars. He probably to the cigar authority. Probably eats grits that he cooks with his own spit. <laughs> Canadian grits. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, the cigar authority sitting here enjoying an Essencia from 2008. Age has brought it from sensational to extremely ex- exceptional. I'll tell you. You know what? It's been uh, about six months since I've smoked 2008. We found some of the original batch in Seabrook, and phenomenal. You're not going to get more orig- more original batch than this one. No, this this is this yeah, is the, same, the original. This is it. Very 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 good. Very right. cedary, a little bit milder. Very similar. I remember as a kid uh, staining cedar shakes, and there'd be a little bit of pitch on it, and you could take the pitch and kind of chew it like bubble gum, and uh, you couldn't blow bubbles with it, but you could chew on it. And very, very, very similar flavor. So what are you saying? It's like the stain on a... No, not the stain. There's, there'd be pitch that would sap out from the, the shakes. So you just take a little piece of the sap and just pop it in your and mouth. Eat it. And just chew it. No, you wouldn't. You couldn't swallow the, <laughs> the just... juice. You'd have to spit the juice out to make you very sick. You ate lead paint as a kid, right? I pretty much put everything in my mouth. There you know the little stucco? You know the stucco that would be on the he walls? Just, he said it. Are you coming out today? <laughs> Never mind the dog caller. Maybe Mr. Jonathan's going to come out. Listen, let's go to break. We're running out of time here on the first segment. When we come back, Mark Aub and Mike Diversa from Brothers of the Leaf, makers of the Palio Cigar Cutter and Essentia Cigars. And they're coming in with a brand new cigar. And we're going to launch it right here, right when we get back. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's third anniversary. And don't go away. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. 
Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. John, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series, 
from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Dick Gabbard from Cigar, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back. Mike DeVersa from Brothers of the Leaf, a maker of Palio Cutters, now Palio Lighters, Essentia Cigars, and a brand new cigar. Uh, right here today, we're going to launch it. Uh, it's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's 30th anniversary. And uh, welcome back, everybody. And with me is Mike DeVersa. Mike, good thank you for you, joining Dave. us. Thanks good for to having see you us, too. Mr. Jonathan. Good to see thank you as you always. Coming on. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you for a great cutter, now a great lighter. And um, we are so excited. The launch. This is it. The this is it. Two guys gets it all the time. This is first a brand class. new cigar. The first time ever. Brothers of the Leaf comes out with a new cigar, and it's just a letter. It is. It is. It's kind of a. It was something we thought about where we wanted to have some brand recognition with Essencia, but have it stand on its own. We weren't looking to do Essencia light. So the E was a play on the label. If you look at the cursive E on the Essencia, we brought that E oh, over. Okay. okay, so we've got we've got Essencia fuller, more you know, a little bit more spice, a little bit more body, black label. Yep. Go to a white label, a shorter name, get it, less is more. Oh, okay. You see where that comes from? Yep. And there's and there's no confusion because someone's gonna come in the store and say, you know, I had this great cigar and it was there was an E on the label. There's no pronunciation, there's nothing yeah, to it. Yeah. It's just the E. Today, it's E for Easter, baby. There we go. And it's the white label as opposed to the black label. The opposite. Lighter, darker, fuller, milder. You see how that all, all works right. out? We like blonde box, dark box. Okay, I hate to put my Essentia uh, down, and I will for now, but I will go back to it and smoke the rest of it later. Wonderful. But here is the E. Look at that. Thank you, Chuck. Wonderful. Thank that you, is sir. absolutely beautiful. Okay, excuse my reach here. No problem. And, yes, uh, we, we're offering the E in. We started with three of the uh, classic sizes, a Corona Gorda, a Robusto, and this being the Churchill. Um, very, very moderately priced. Um, I think I think today here at, at Two Guys, these are around um, 6 7 and $8. Which moderate is price, good, good, good price. Very for, moderate. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not going to get too much into blends today, but the, it is a uh, Habano seed wrapper with a uh, Nicaraguan and a little bit of Dominican filler in there. So it's a really balanced cigar, um, you know, medium-bodied again, little bits of sweet cream, some spice in there, great flavor. And this is made at a different place than the Essentia is. Correct, yep. correct. Different cigar. I don't know if you want to go there or anything, but it's it's, it's something different. Yes. Uh, beautiful look, and the wrapper is what? Uh, Habano seed. Okay. From, and, from Ecuador? Uh, yes. Ecuador. Yes. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful, aesthetically beautiful. Uh, it looks like a cigar that would be much more costly than it is. Correct. I mean, the look of it, it looks yeah. expensive. The box is beautiful. Uh, simple and elegant. That's our. That's what we like to do. And, and I'm using a brand new lighter, uh, a Palio lighter. Yes, also being launched today at the store. My God. Um, lots of technology and a lot of time spent uh, by us here, at Brother of the Leaf, to put this lighter together. I'll say. Uh, <laughs> you've been patiently waiting. Two uh, years. Two years. Two years. So you're not messing around. I mean, you've got the best cutter in the market, uh, bar none. Nothing even comes close to it. I, I've said it before, uh, even in front of other cigar um, cutter manufacturers and stuff like that. Thank Nothing you. beats it. Uh, it's a fact. 
and now they better look out because you have a lighter that is somewhat different than everybody else's because it's better in a, in a few different ways. Right. One of the few things that we did is we, we looked at a lot of the other products out there on the market, and we, you know, we took what we liked, but we fixed what we didn't like. You know, and one of the things that you've always known us as, Dave, is we're cigar guys who make cigar products for cigar people. And yep. that, you know, going into it, you know, we, we focused on the technology of, of, you know, the innards of the lighter, which is really what makes the lighter. You know, we didn't spare any expense on the components. Some of the key features, and one of the biggest key features of the slider is, is despite the size, it has one of the largest fuel capacities in the industry. So, you know. Yeah, it you, doesn't look at, look all that big by no, any means. It's you very comfortable. Think, yeah. But as far as, um, you know, during the use of the lighter, you know, you're going to not have to worry about constantly refilling it. Um, we, that was one of the key things, again, that, you know, we've sought out with a lot of torch lighters that you use it for a day and you're looking for a can of fuel. Now, this is the interesting thing. Lighters are lighters in, in most people's minds. But, and the, there are lighters out there that advertise they've got these ridiculous warranties, lifetime, blah, blah, blah. And you pick up the lighter and you shake the lighter and you can hear stuff moving around on the inside, which exactly. is something that makes me nervous right away. I'm going to spend $100 on this thing and it sounds like something on the Christmas tree jingling. There's nothing extra parts. It doesn't sound need yeah. no. Well, it no. doesn't sound like when we shake your lighter that there's anything no. moving around on the inside. The action is very smooth. And I'm not going to lie to you. When we first got it in in Nashua, I stood there and I clicked the thing 200 times. I was like, click, 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 to yeah. see if I could generate Work. a failure. Nothing. No, no. We 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 spend a lot of time in technology and ensuring that you know each time you click it. We're going to work on making sure that action works flawless for you yeah. as nearly flawless lights. as possible. And it lights every single time. That's it. That's correct. Um, There's no misfires. It's, it's a simple pull-down design. And, again, talking about moving parts, the top of the letter you'll see is one part, not two that other people make, that slides back and then covers the action so it yep. avoids any dust or lint from your pocket from going in there. Um, again, some key features is, as you can see on the bottom, we have two uh, adjustments here or two pull down tabs one being your fuel or your flame adjustment which the convenience is you're not going to be breaking your finger yeah. you're not going to be jamming and where it's placed on the lighter as you light the lighter you can then adjust the flame yeah, yeah, yeah. while it's lit which Instead is of trying to stick your fingernail in right and then, yeah, oh did get i get it, it? oh, did oh I do i have it? my screwdriver right. with me and we also you know keeping with that handsome design we did put a cover as well on the um uh, on the fuel window where you yeah. add the fuel. So that keeps that protected as well. Speaking so, of window, there is a window to show you the fuel. Of course, a fuel, uh, yeah. fuel window on this side. And these are these are also vents on the side to allow the airflow. And, you know. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Now, I don't see that on any other lighter. No, that, and that was that was into one of the things that we had changed and made sure was even better. And, uh, you so, know. Again, so what's the reason for that? So air can. Yes. So as you. As, well, it fuel to, only will burn if you have the right fuel to air mixture. Correct. So having those vents a certain size placed strategically on the lighter is the, one of the reasons why you're guaranteed to light it every time. Because you have time. it on all sides. Yes, yes. Well, depending on if you're holding oh. it this way or holding it that way. And if you put your finger over it sure. or something, it's going to sure. get it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there sure. are some lighters. Uh, most lighters have some sort of vent system, but it does tend to be exactly where you put your hand. You have to be careful in order to get it to light. And this one, it's got the vents all around. You know, listen, similar lighters, you know, that sell with this technology or less sell for much more. I mean, you know, Jonathan, you've seen them. Absolutely. This is a $59 lighter. $59.99. And comes with a leather pouch. Beautiful. Which is handsome. Put it right in your pocket. Don't have to mail away. Pay for it. Whatever. You get that with every purchase of both our cutters and our lighters. Yeah. And these lighters are available in three finishes. Black, gunmetal, and chrome. Very simple. 
elegant, basic Handsome design. That's it. That's what we were going well, for. And you, sh you certainly waited years and years. I saw prototypes of this two years ago. Just it's like not our right. There's a little something. I, it will be ready for next year. I go see them next year at the trade show. And there they are. And they pull it out. See what we did. We made some changes. I said, all right, let's order some. Not yet. Another year has gone by. <laughs> here it is. So, so it'll be ready for this year's trade show. It is ready. It yeah. is here at Two Guys yep. at all three locations. Come out. Buy it. It's a great gift for others or for yourself. And I'll tell you, I have my original Palio before you guys even had the company. I bought it. My original one is still perfect. Razor nobody, sharp. Nobody uses it as much as me. I can't imagine any human being that uses a cutter as much as I do because I not only cut mine, other people's. I mean, it goes. I'm a chain cigar smoker anyway. It's been used and abused, and it's perfect. I, and, and, you know, you guys touched on some great key points about the cutter. One of the things I really want to emphasize is, is it literally is, and some people say this, but we are the only ones who really back it up. It is the last cutter you will ever own. Do you know yeah. that? The last one. Because it has an unconditional lifetime warranty. Now, that I, unconditional is key. So many people say lifetime guarantee, blah, blah, blah. You bring it in, they're like, well, we're not going to replace a cutter because the emblem fell off. Nope. And you guys have done it. I called. I wasn't sure that it was that comprehensive. I called, and I spoke with Mark, and I said, listen, uh, we just took a cutter, and I had to make the customer happy. Just the emblem fell out. The cutter's absolutely perfect. Cut's perfect. Everything about it's awesome. Yep. Just the emblem fell out on one side. What, are you guys going to take that back? Absolutely. You send it in, and you get another one. That's it. No they problem. Walk, they walk in any authorized Palio retailer. They are handed a brand yeah, new one. Yeah, you don't one. have to send it back to the company. No, no, we'll, no. we'll handle that. So that's why I say if, you know, if every five years, you know, I mean, and most people fall in love with their cutter. They get used to the action. It works with their hand. But you want to walk in and change it out for a new one is why I say it literally is, as long as you never lose it, the last cutter you will ever own. Yeah. Guaranteed. And we talked about. Um, 40 bucks, too. It's not. That's it. It's hundreds not, of dollars. Yeah, it's not 40 expensive. bucks. Imagine 40 bucks over the course of a lifetime of cutting cigars. Yeah. And, and, you know. Um, Jonathan touched on the, the action of the cutter in the rail system that have that great uh, shearing. It does not tear the top of your cap. It just shears across. It makes a perfect cut. Yes. Um, Straight, no cap. Absolutely the sharpest cutter I've ever seen. It's self-sharpening, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, those blades do do kind of hone each other as correct. they're... It starts sharp and stays sharp. One of the things that we did with this was, um, for those of you out there that are into metal, there's a, there's a rating with steel called Rockwell Hardness. And the Palio uh, has one of the highest Rockwell hardnesses in the industry at 57. And what that means is it starts sharp and it stays sharp. Easy to maintain. Um, What's you know, the highest Rockwell rating you can get? Uh, Tell me it's 60. I Say it's 60, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it might very well be. I have a couple of <laughs> knives at home that I believe have that. But, you know, what that does is it makes it so finite. There is that fine line between you don't want to have it too delicate because sure, you want durability. Yeah, you'll, you have to ride that line of flexibility really versus... And, uh, and um, you know, and one of the other things about the Palio cutter is it is not an ABS plastic. It is it is a it is a proprietary resin blend that doesn't bind up, so it's never going to stick. It's gonna it's gonna work effortlessly every time. Um, it has a little bit of a give to it, so as you work it in your hands, it won't snap. And it's as easy enough as throwing it in your dishwasher to clean it. You can rest your cigar on uh, it. Yes, if you're not one who likes the uh, community ashtray, it has a natural bevel in it that rests the cigar handsomely, just like that. Outstanding. Also, and and also available with its own leather pouch every, with every purchase. You guys got it all. Uh, what I'd like to do is bring your partner Mark Arbon 
and uh, let him tell us about the cigar. Excellent. So he gets a little time in, too. Wonderful. But uh, you, you guys are here today. And We're if here you all, on a day. If you want to oh, come and, down. And, and can I just briefly talk about our promotion? Yes. We are doing a promotion today. We're coming today. Buy any Brother of the Leaf products. Spend $100 or more, and you're going to be entered into a raffle for $500 that we are giving away this afternoon. 3.30 in the afternoon to give it away, and uh, your odds are much, much better coming in spending $100 to win 500 than going to the racetrack or buying a lottery ticket exactly. right now. This is, the, this is where to go. This so. is where to go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Guys, enjoy. I'm going to turn it over to Mark right now. Thank, right. thank, thank you very much. Unfortunately, we're one of these uh, low-budget places that have just enough headphones to get us one uh, guest. Through, a, through a guest. That's it. So it's one of a time. <laughs> but um, this, is, this is Mark Orb, and he's, he's a partner with Brothers of the Leaf, <sighs> and uh, we were uh, Mark going over the, the, the lighter and the cutter and um, Essentia cigars, and uh, now we have the new E. Correct. I kind of figured I wasn't even going to get on. No. I thought Mike was going to take all the promo time here. No, no. He's, he's the accessory guy, and you are the cigar guy. Okay. Uh, did we, co- we cover Essentia? We no, we didn't, no yeah, we didn't really didn't talk about the cigars that much. Okay. Well, Essentia is the brand that we launched uh in 2008, was very kindly awarded Cigar of the Year. And well-deserving. There you go. Uh, And Two Guys has been a great uh, promoter of that. Uh, Good support. Uh, That's been here for uh, since 2008, and today we're here to launch E, which is a mild to medium cigar. Um, Since he is more medium to full-bodied, a little bit of sweet spice to it. E, mild to medium, but an incredible amount of flavor and body for a mild to medium cigar, and that's something that uh, most manufacturers have a very difficult time doing. You get yeah. something mild, and it doesn't have a lot of flavor. A lot it. of people confuse mild with tasteless, and that's not what we have here. We have a lot of flavor, a ton of flavor, but there's no harshness to it. It's easy to smoke. Everybody can enjoy this. Even, you know, some guy came up earlier and stuff and says, I really like the uh, fuller-bodied stuff anyway. Well, you should give it a try. Sure. He lit it up, and he goes, it's delicious. And for me... Primarily smoking Essentia until we're able to create E. E has now become my morning, afternoon smoke. <clears throat> if I haven't had another cigar during the day, it can stand up at night as well. But, you know, we all like variety. That's why there's a great selection here at Two yeah, Guys. Yeah. And uh, I certainly think that E is well worth a try, especially for that somebody who, who wants that mild to medium cigar. And I'll tell you, you guys wait a long time. You see people that launch two, three, four, five brands a year or something. You wait five years before you bring on the next thing. I, the same, you know, we, we we're talking about the lighter. You've been showing me this lighter for two years. <laughs> it's almost like you don't want to release it. You yeah. want to take till the extra right. time. Till it's right. It's Listen, crazy. It, I'm sure I'm not the first person to sit here and say this. These are This is our name and face that goes out with these products. And why would you want to put anything out there that you can't be 100% confident in when you're talking to the consumer? Uh, for the sake of more sales and for the sake of let's launch another thing. Oh, that didn't work. Let's shoot the next thing off. Not our style. I know. It's, <laughs> it's the right style, and I hope you copied on that because there's so much stuff that comes off. And, geez, why would you launch something if it's not re- – they'll even come out, you know, we're really not ready, but we're launching the thing anyway and stuff. Why would you do that? I- I don't know, and we don't do it. Because usually it ends very badly. <laughs> I agree. You know, and they, they continue to do that stuff anyway. So you guys got started uh, 
two, um, with the cutter first all by itself. What year was that? How long ago was that? It's actually this year is 10 years wow. since we formed Brotherly LLC. Happy anniversary. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate it. Um, the uh, cutter was something that uh, one of the other partners in the company, uh, John Sheeran, and I loved uh, yeah. as consumers and hobbyists, which is how I started yeah, in the yeah. industry. Me, me, me too. Go oh, ahead. There we go. go and um, <clears throat> we found the original creator of it and said, look, this is a great product, and you're doing nothing to promote it and get it out there to people who would love it. And so we made him an offer he couldn't refuse. I'll tell you, you know I tried. Yeah. I tried to buy the company. <laughs> no. and, and they said, no, there's no way, because I saw the same thing. I'm like, you guys have not done anything to show this thing off, and I'm, I'm such a lover of it. It's, it's the greatest thing ever, and it's sitting there, and nobody knows what to do with it. And they, they tried it themselves, and they passed it on to uh, a cigar manufacturer that had it on their back right. back page, yep. not paying any attention to it. And I'm like, really? I'm, how about you just sell it to me? Well, to, to go even further, yeah. not only did they have the one distributor that we're referring to, yeah. but they weren't making enough to even get him. Because I know I was buying 100 at a time just to get them to people I knew who wanted them right. and couldn't find them anyplace. Yeah. So, like I said, after uh, you tried, we I got to the right guy. Yeah. And he said, you know what? You guys really seem like you want to run with this. So? Nice. That's it. It is the best. If you're a cigar geek out there, you've had every other cutter that's out there, and you don't have a polio cutter, you are missing the boat. For 10 years, you've been missing the boat. Longer, however long it's been out before sure. you guys had it. We've had it ever since, and I have yet to come close Nobody's come close to make something like this. And one thing that I, <clears throat> I think gets lost a little bit, that product is 100% American-made. That is unbelievable. Every component, the pouch, every single part of that cutter is made right here in the United hey, States. Hey, it's something to be proud of that you can pull that off because everybody's throwing it to China. But when you get it and you, and you get something that doesn't work as well, this is made, American-made, and the best there is, and we should be proud of it. So, uh, great. So, uh Jeez, wow, time has flown time is already. Flying time by. has flown. So this is ready to go. This is <clears> going to start showing up in cigar shops everywhere? This, we, as we did with Essentia, there was no better place to oh, launch it and than I, right and here I, at Two and Guys. And I appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to continue to smoke uh, both these cigars th- throughout uh, the next hour. Yep. Uh, you guys are going to be here till 4-ish. Come on down for a chance at $500. And a chance to try something that your neighbor hasn't had yet. It, it's Easter weekend. If you want a cigar and show off with something I'm sure they haven't had before, because this is the first time you can ever get it. Today is the day to come on down. You got it. So uh, thank you. When we come back, we'll continue with these new cigars, and we'll smoke them and tell you what we think. I'm going to cut my hair. I need to get ready for Easter, so I'm going to cut my hair myself. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use the Floby. Mr. Jonathan's going to go insane and get electrified not with happening. a dog Wait, collar. That is can not can happening. I get a remote for that dog collar? <laughs> we got it all set up. <laughs> Gentlemen, Chuck Morrison gets Devonair and a lot more. So we're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is a Catalina wine mixer. That's right, baby.
This is Jeffrey Avo Yuvesian from Rockefeller Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices. It's Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices. It's Stogie Heaven. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back and relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is a
about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. We are live back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and we have the Essencia event going on with Palio Cutters, Palio Lighters, the new E from Essencia. And uh, if you want to come down, win 500 bucks. Uh, we'll show you how to do that when you come in, too. So we're here all day. Come on down. You need the Easter cigars anyway. I know you do. I'm ready to take on the one. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. I want it. Okay, I want the Catalina wine. We have it. This is the Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's third anniversary, and uh, it's been a great three years, and uh, hopefully we have years and years to come uh, with smoking cigars, and I have to get ready for Easter. Mr. Jonathan's awfully quiet right now because he's wearing the electronic dog collar. We're not going to make any sudden movements. If he talks too loud, if he does anything, he will get electrocuted, and uh, that'll be his little fun. Uh, I, I don't understand why this is fun. It's it's fun. This is what this it's, is it's not, doing. This something. is not Listen, fun. I'm going to cut my hair with a vacuum cleaner in just a couple minutes. I have to get ready for Easter. I'm I have to look to. my best, so I'm going to cut my own hair with the Floby vacuum cleaner system. I'm going to lose bladder control when this thing goes off. You are cutting your hair. At the end, you have a haircut. At the end, I have a pee stain in my pants. Okay, so anyway, who's listening? <laughs> Who's listening? You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location this week in Salem, New Hampshire at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist that you smoke along with us. You can catch us on any one of the seven radio stations currently picking us up in syndication 
on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live, or you can catch the podcast right there on the website, uh, or you can just go right to iTunes, set it and forget it, which David has the podcast app. I have it as well on my phone. The podcast comes right into your phone as soon as we upload it, and you're ready to go. 312 episodes, and I believe we have one human being that's actually sat through this mess every single episode. Every single episode. He's the number one fan from Canada. It's Rudy. Is Rudy on the line? Hello, guys. Hi, Rudy. How are you? Doing good. How are you guys doing? You're awesome. Right. You're awesome for calling in, Rudy. Thank you so much, and thank right. you for listening to this mess for Rudy, three we, years. we got to put this to bed. <laughs> Do you like Canadian bacon? more than you like regular bacon well i'll tell you what up here we just call it bacon yeah it is and automatic. of course that is a joke is it, yeah, yeah. Is it round uh, <laughs> is uh, your... it is well i don't know if we really even have it that much i i just eat regular bacon yeah, um, up here it. actually canadian bacon is kind of a joke because it's just ham right yeah that's what, that's what say, i said so that's what they say do you guys have french fries or what uh, yes, we do. We do not call them Freedom Fries. No, they, they, have, they have Papa's Fritas. Yeah. You can... Well, no, we don't call them that either because that's Spanish and we don't really understand what that means. Fair enough. But you call them French fry, French bread, all that stuff? Italian pizza? Uh, yes. Yes, we do. Yes. And we even have Easter, believe it or not. You do. You do. You do. You have all right. the Easter bunny. We do. <laughs> so Jesus makes his way all the way up to Canada. <laughs> That's terrific. Yes, he does. That's It's shocking because it's so cold, but he handles it somehow. Rudy, if you had an opportunity to get your hands on a Floby, would you ever consider trimming that wonderful man beard you have with a Floby? If anyone came near me with a Floby, I would probably shoot them down. And I, don't, I wouldn't blame you for that. Hey, nobody's going to come near me with it. I'm going to end up doing it myself. But someday are we going to meet? Are you going to come down and see us? Or do we have to take a trip up to Canada and come see you? Or what's going to happen? Well, it's definitely on my bucket list. I uh, I actually would like to come down around the time that you guys have your anniversary party every year. Oh, I would love um, you to. I would love you to. And you can be my guest and come if you, if you ever want to do it. That would be awesome. We could actually have I, you on I, the I show think, live. Uh, I think I will do that. Um, I, I'm kind of hoping I'll do it for the 30th, but I don't. I don't know how it's going to work out. All right. All right. All right. So, Rudy, th- th- I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to take up uh, tons of your time because I know you guys have an action-packed show as always. <laughs> I just. I just thought it wouldn't be the same to have a Cigar Authority anniversary show if I did not call I it. I was thinking the same thing. And, you read and, my and mind. And that is true. That is true. So, th- thank you so much. Uh, you've caught every episode. Absolutely. Wow. Love it. Wow. That's a real fan. So thank you, Rudy, uh, and uh, hopefully we, uh, we improve and get better anyway uh, as years to come. But thank you for uh, being the number one fan of the Cigar Authority. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy anniversary, guys. Right. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Rudy from Canada. They have the Easter Bunny. They have and, uh, ham, and they have normal they bacon. They don't have Canadian bacon. I wonder if they have, like, do we... Is there anything they say American such and such? American, American bread. cheese. American cheese. American bread. Yeah. You know, they call American bread and American cheese. Like when it's in the, in the shape of a loaf instead of that elongated thing, which we would call French bread. They probably just call that bread. And then wonder would be American bread. Because they have a lot of French. They have a very, very heavily French influenced up there, as I understand it. Yeah. It's like another world to me, Canada. Have you it's been to Canada? Even, 
I went and saw Niagara Falls once. Okay. On the Canadian side? American, I went over. Nice. Saw both sides. That's that's it, though, huh? That's as far as I went. Yeah. Wow. It's a, To me, it's another world. It's not even... <laughs> it doesn't even exist. Have you been, have you been to Europe? <laughs> no. Wow. No, I've been to third world bleep holes, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. I haven't been any place any place good. Um, and I and I got to clean my act up, so I think it, it's time. So Mr. Jonathan's got, got the shock collar on. If he box, if he says anything very, very loud, if he... I tried What's doing, the premise behind this? I have no idea. Uh, he was like, someone threw it during show prep. We do show prep in Nashua in the back where the mail order room is. And someone said, oh, while you cut your hair, Mr. Jonathan should have a shot collar on as a joke. And Dave was like, yeah, let's hunt one down. He starts searching on the Internet. And next thing you know, we got a shot collar. Is it active? I mean, it's live? Yeah, it's live. It's beeping. And I can see the green thing going. And I'm like trying to be quiet. Don't and it's got prods in it. And, and what happens is uh, if he would... It was to stop somebody barking. So if he, but he yelled, yells too loud, or he or, coughs from like a cigar. If he yeah. coughed, I bet it would do it. But I tried doing it, yeah, me he, coughing. It he, doesn't work. It works in the vocal oh, cords. Okay, the vibration. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna see if I can beat this thing and not be too loud. Really is a good exercise in diaphragmal control, <laughs> being able to just push it from down below. So without further ado, why don't you take your headset off? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Go it's, through the craziness that Easter Sunday's tomorrow. I got to look my best. I got a new house. We got the people coming over. You just can't look crappy. I, my hair has grown way too long as it has in the past, uh, so I have to get a haircut. This is the Floby haircutting system. I've been using one for 20 years. This will be and, the 20th uh, anniversary of you using yeah. it. Is that the same one from 20 years ago? Same yeah. one. Someone got it for you for your birthday. Somebody a got, joke? It was like a housewarming gift or something, and they were joking with me, and they brought it in, and it, I must have sat on it for a couple of months or something, and one day I'm poking around with it and trying it, and I tried it a little, and it worked, and I've been using it ever since, and I've had other friends uh, try it and then end up buying it themselves, and uh, that's it. I'm going to show you how it, how it works, and I'm going to cut my own hair, and uh, I'm going to have to take the headphones off to do it so you guys uh, continue to talk, but I'll leave the mic open uh, so you can hear what's going on. See, Mr. All Jonathan, right. this, is why, this is why they need to watch us on the webcast. I don't know if this really qualifies as something you need to see. Yes, the Floby. I mean, when's the last time someone's seen the Floby in action? I don't think ever. Oh, it's oh, loud. Oh, that's great sound. That's, All right, so the Floby, for people that don't aren't familiar with what the Floby is, because it really hasn't been on the uh, on the you airwaves. See, you see how the hair goes in? I don't have it going yet, but the hair goes inside the chamber of it from the vacuum cleaner, right? First, let me clean up the ashes around here. Oh, I'm here. Well, because you did yeah. make a mess. He's just cleaning the uh, ashes. Boy, that's loud. So, so the hair goes here. So it sucks the hair right up into the tube, and then... Oh, he's got... Oh, now it's oh. on. Now oh, it's on. Oh, oh. back and forth. So now when I put my hair in here... He sucks uh, the hair in. He's got this thing on the top it's of his ridiculous. head. It's sucking his hair like you'd have a normal vacuum, but it's cutting it as it goes, and it's sucking up all the loose hairs. All right, so, Chuck, the Floby, for people that are listening on the radio and they're like, what are they talking about with a the Floby? They never saw the infomercial. If they're less than 20 years old, for example, uh, a Floby is an electronically powered vacuum cleaner attachment made for cutting hair. It was invented in 1988 by a gentleman known as Rick Hunt. He was a San Diego carpenter. He initially created this to be able to pick up sawdust and chew up the bits and pieces of wood on it on the construction site to be able to suck up the yeah. wood and chew up the pieces at the same time. And he realized, you know what? I bet this would work to uh, for dog grooming. 
So he adapts the settings, and he sets it up, and he does dog grooming. And then he bravely tried it on himself, and it worked. So it, so, uh, the, the product is, is, uh, av- was advertised as being capable of performing hundreds of precision-layered haircuts. Uh, and it aired frequently on late-night television infomercials. Uh, by the year 2000, 2 million Flobies had been sold. Uh, references to Flobies have been made in several movies and TV shows. Uh, and the only negative review it ever got uh, was from a, uh, Pat Gray and Stu Bergerier on GBTV during an infomercial Friday segment, which aired June 22, 2012. Uh, and the guy Gray said that the problem seems to be that the Flobie doesn't actually cut hair, which it certainly does cut hair. It's, it's definitely cutting his hair. It definitely is. Doesn't hurt. There's no hairs down the back of my neck at it, all. It's absorbing all the hair. It's just sucking it right in. Well, I'm a little vacuum cleaner that I got past The one I use at home, I use the... Um, the central vacuum? Back. The central yeah. back has a lot more suction to it. So it pulls bits of your scalp up. It pulls like the, the skin right from my head. So is your hair going to be all the same length all the way around? I'm going to do it all the same length, which is the longest um, thing I have on here first. Then I'll switch the attachment to a smaller one and do the size. So he has a fade. All right, so he's going to switch the attachments just, to get the fade effect. See, the Flobie is not just about cutting hair all the same length, yeah. which would be lame. But how would you, like, I mean, how that's got to be precise, right? What makes it awesome... my hair in there, you know? <laughs> what makes it awesome is that you have other attachments so that you can fade your hair. I can see Mark Aub right now. He's thinking to himself, I should I should Flobie my hair. <laughs> yeah. he wants, he's next. He wants he's to next. try it. He wants to try it. A mohawk. We should give him a faux hawk. We should do this, the, the top of his head, all the short setting, yeah. except for the very top, and then we can gel it and make it a nice point. You could pull it off. I, I do have to say I'm, I'm amazed that this is actually working. This is yeah, a... Yell if you love it. Yell if you love it. Yell yeah, if you love I'm it, not, says. I'm not yelling. <laughs> I am not yelling. So uh, the Floby system, if you're interested in buying it... Uh, is they, it still for sale? It is still... For sale, uh, there is a factory direct website. I have to imagine it's not on my show prep sheet. I'm sorry. I would have to imagine it's Floby.com. Uh, so the Floby hair cutter used to retail for $149.95. Wow. But you can buy a brand new one for $129.99. You get a perfect haircut every time. It's great for the entire family. You save hundreds of dollars on haircuts. And it quickly attaches to most vacuum cleaners with ease. However, the vacuum... Is not included. Easter haircuts. The vacuum's not included. <laughs> now, uh, Dave, uh, it I does. Are these attachments that he's using right now the originals from these 20 are years the originals. ago? This is the original Floby. He has a new one that he refuses to open because this one works fine. You can use this to groom your pet if you can get your pet to sit still long enough and go through the horrifying experience of being vacuumed. But, time out. You Isn't could, that like the sloppy cutter effect? You know what I mean? Like, I would say no because. Any, let's say you had uh, some sort of lice thing going on. Right, or the dog does. Yeah, it, it gets sucked in and blown up through the blade. So I, I have to imagine that it's very sanitary. All right. I can't imagine there's much cross-contamination going on between dogs and people because you're sucking up any ticks, right. fleas, Dave, lice, Dave whatever. really cutting his hair on the air right now. I'm going to switch to the smaller attachment. Oh, I wish you would. Just a little... Uh, Oh, look at the little ah. plastic thing. So that, all right, so the, the main base stays the same, 
I don't. I, how does he get the line to go around his head? That's, That's what I'm wondering. Oh my God, this and is ridiculous. Have you ever cut your ear? Have you ever sucked your ear in? Yeah. yeah. It hurts. <laughs> well, it cuts it. You know, hold your ear when you go over, over your ear. So he learned. He yeah. learned the hard way not to suck his hair. We've absolutely hit an all-time low on the show, and I apologize to uh, all eight <laughs> listeners that have decided they're going to stick around for long enough to uh, be able to hear this. So while David goes about that, Chuck, I want to tell everyone here about a new cigar line that is uh, that is coming out and that's uh, going to be hitting your shelves uh, very very soon. It's a luxury luxury cigar producer, Venus Tobacco, is unveiling their up-and-coming line of Venus Goddess cigars that are hand-rolled in the most unusual of places. Oh, he's oh now he's putting he's hit, it back. He's putting water oh. in his hair, and he's got oh my God, he uses he's got gel. hair product. He's got gel. Oh, I'm the gay one. You have gel. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Wow. Look at that. He's got a brush. Look He's at him with the mirror. Yep. You got any makeup you'd like to put on, Princess? Oh, my goodness. All right, so back to. <laughs> wow. The Floby. He's staring Ta-da. at the camera with much pride, as he should, because it looks I'm like. Ready for Easter Sunday, right? Would that take five minutes? So, much faster than a regular haircut, and uh, people in uh, the cigar blogosphere are, are now absolutely speechless. David Garofalo. Of the Cigar Authority, Flobies his hair. And now you're not a person who I'm a big tipper. I tip myself one hundred dollars every time I cut my hair. <laughs> As you I should. pay nothing and pay a hundred and pay myself a hundred dollar tip. Twelve a year for twenty years. You, I'm doing. This good. is the thing. You are. You're not a poor guy who needs to save money on haircuts. You fly first class. I've been one of the people that you fly with. You flew me first class and put me on the seat on the other side of the uh, the middle seat so that we had our little man space. Yeah. You paid for the whole thing. It's not like you're you're wanting for money, yet you flow be your hair. I do it more, well, somebody gave it to me anyway, and I had to try it out. But I noticed I could get a haircut in five minutes. I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to drive to the place. It was more time, and my hair comes out actually exactly the same. I let it go a real long time. Usually I don't wait this long, but I knew the show was going to come on and we were going to do it on the show, and I waited long. But my hair is always the same, always the same for 20 years. That's it. And it's those what about two, the those back of your attachments. neck? It doesn't do the back of your neck. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't do the hair on your actual neck. Like you know how the, like they come the in barber with a razor? would come in with a razor and shave it. Yeah, I don't, I don't do anything there. Is there anything happening back there? Well, you, you don't have an especially hairy neck, but there we go. Shaved. Shaved. I know you look at me and you think all this hair and stuff. Shaved. Shaved. All right. Can I go back to my news story here? This is breaking news. Breaking news. What do you got? So a line of Venus goddess cigars. So you you, you went off on this and you started talking about different things and not the Floby. Well, we were done talking about the Floby. Five minutes, man. You couldn't string that on any longer than five minutes. I'm cutting my hair in, in a cigar shop. Yeah, that pretty much normal people would be able to stop right there and say he's using a Floby in a cigar shop. Let's move on. I'm ready for Easter we got to share some comments, man. This, this video is going viral. Okay. This video <laughs> of you cutting your hair on the air with a Floby, I'm telling you right now, is going viral. You, you, if you're listening to the show yeah. in the car, when you, you get home. You can click the button and share it Go to the sure. CigarAuthority.com. Get on the video. On share it. Let's get this thing viral. 
Yeah. You know, I think it's an unbelievable product. I think it was marketed improperly. They sold two million of them. They should have sold a hundred million. Every household should have one of these. And if they go bad, listen, at twenty years, I'm using the same one. Right. Well, they, don't even, they don't break. They don't do anything. It's made beautifully. I can imagine a salon that yeah. would have nothing but these tubes, not in black and yellow, oh, ridiculous. I like the way thing. he's thinking. Silver tubes coming out, real sci-fi type of thing, and it's the um, haircut of the Where's next the bell? century, right? Haircut of the next century, and all the vacuums. There's no hair down my neck. I'm not itchy. I don't have to. Clean me. Five minute haircut. Five minutes, it's over. And you know what? Five minutes for five dollars. Bang. Clean up. Bang. That's a Catalina wine mixer. It's a Catalina wine mixer. You guys are ridiculous. I should buy this. You need to stop. I should buy this product. This you is need- what I should buy because I believe in it. I believe it's a you good product. You need to stop encouraging him, Chuck. No, no, no. I need to You don't need such a more. thing. What kind of shampoo do you use, Mr. Jonathan? I use conditioner to shave my head. That's it. My house goes through conditioner like it's Chuck, going out Chuck, you of saw style. this. You can handle this no problem, Easily. Right? Easily. And, and I, as he was saying, there, as you were cutting your hair, this can be used for pets. Yeah. Yeah, there's no cross-contamination. Anything no. the pet has on, it's going to get sucked, sucked in and Sucked right up. in. That's it. And I do it. Um, my bedroom goes right into the bathroom. I'm buying one. I've got two Huskies. Yeah. That alone. I plug it in. I could do this a lot faster if I was in front of my mirror and, and going yeah, to be able yeah. to see. And boom, real quick. And I'm out the door. What is the shortest attachment? You really really got me interested in this thing. Well, I use just the short attachment that that they have. Can you get, like, not not, not bald, but can you get tight? Yes. Yeah, you can suck your ear in. Dwayne actually cut his smallest attachment down even further. So if you look at Dwayne's haircut, it's it's almost military, right? On the uh, side. That's all he uses. He's been doing it for about 10 years. Now, see, sometimes we have our best shows before the show. In other words, during our show prep, which. Doesn't really exist, but yeah. we were talking. I was t- hear me on this. We should have or had a buy now button for this thing on the Cigar Authority. We would help them sell billions. I'm buying know. one. Eight. We, we might be able to sell eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, maybe or billions. I'm going with it anyway. Come on, get a little shock. Come on, man. I'm trying to get him fired up. No, get a little not, shock. No, I did it during the week, and it really. Is not unlike that vacuum cleaner. It sucks. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> For the show. Not I'm wearing you. it for, for the show. It's re- utterly ridiculous. I'll probably forget it's on and then shock myself in the car. <laughs> All right. Can I do my news story now? Go ahead. All right. This is, uh, this is not quite asylum uh, worthy, but it is pretty cool. It's a, linus, a line of cigars called Venus Goddess Cigars yeah, that yeah, are hand-rolled in the most unusual of places. You're yeah. shaking your head. Yeah, Serious. Cigar enthusiasts will pay up to $100 to get their hands on one of these cigars. Every purchase will come with a video of the cigar being rolled. And each cigar will also come with a calendar of all the Venus girls that help make the cigar a reality. This is a real real cigar coming out, guys. You haven't heard this one before. You think you've heard it all. Here it is. Nick Gordon, the, the official rep for this product, says it might be wishful thinking on our part, but they're fairly confident that it will sell out within a week of the product launching. At $100 per cigar. $100, and here's the reason it's going to sell so well. It is rolled on the breasts of women. In Nicaragua. Yes. So very, very hot women. It's rolled on their boobs, and then... They send a video of the cigar being rolled on the boobs. It's authentic. They send it to you, and then you smoke it, 
and this is $100. Maybe we could have them on the show uh, doing a demonstration. Do a live demonstration. I mean, we, <laughs> we have no FCC regulations on the video side of things. That's right. So this might work. And audio, you, you wouldn't see right. wouldn't see anything. Even if they were swearing in Spanish, I think it's okay. Yeah? Yeah. It's muy caliente. Yeah. So just when you thought this you heard real, every... Is this, wait, is this like fact or fiction? No, this, this is, is a true story. True story. True story. New cigar coming out. Venus. I found it on the internet. It has to be true. It, it has, has to be true. Be true. <laughs> <laughs> so Venus Cigars, look for them uh, at your uh, local uh, hair, hair, hair salon. I don't know. Where are they going to sell? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we have a uh, new segment on the show. Chuck, if you're ready to do it. Yeah, we got a little intro. Black market. Sneak around the corner. Budapest <laughs> Black market. I'll show you things you cannot get elsewhere. Am I on? Okay. Nice. This is Jonathan with the production. Liking it. This is the Black Market News brought to you by Alec Bradley Black Market Cigars. This one, Black Market product, is legal and available. Taste what a Black Market cigar is all about. Alec Bradley Black Market Cigars. All right, guys. This is fact. A New York man pleaded guilty to what experts said was the first proven case of black market organ trafficking. Yeah, baby. In the U.S., Levy Isaac Rosenbaum admitted in federal court in Trenton that he had broken three legal kidney transplants from people in Israel for U.S. customers in exchange for payments of upwards of $120,000. Selling body parts. Selling organs. Yeah. He also pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to broker an illegal kidney sale. His attorneys, this is their argument, said Rosenbaum had performed a life-saving service for people who had been languishing on waiting lists. Quote, the transplants were successful and the donors and recipients are now leading full and healthy lives. Sure, saved their life. Prosecutors said Rosenbaum was fully aware he was running an illicit and profitable operation. Buying organs from vulnerable people in Israel for $10,000 and selling them to wealthy people in the U.S. again for upwards of $120,000. Nice Very ROI. profitable. Very profitable. Each one of the four counts carries a maximum five-year prison sentence oh, plus God. a fine of up to two hundred and fifty k. Hey, you can cover that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Rosenbaum also agreed to forfeit $420,000. Wow. Unbelievable. True. 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 Black Market News brought to you by Alec Bradley Black Market Cigars. This one, Black Market product, is that which is illegal and available. Taste what a Black Market Cigar is all about. Alec Bradley Black Market Cigars. Here we go. And this is the Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's third anniversary. We're going to go to break. When we come back, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison tells us how to be more debonair. And Mr. Jonathan has the electric collar on. Hopefully we can get him all juiced up on the Asylum News. It is the Catalina Wine Mixer, the Cigar Authority's third anniversary. And we are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Come on down. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. We'll be listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority Radio on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? 
Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fort Sac Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head -head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Fort Sac Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro's spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the Internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything... That's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. 
Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm -hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium body, tasty, and well-balanced equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Hi, this is John Cazero from the Oliva family of cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back. It's the Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, it back is. Back with a vengeance. It is the 30th anniversary of the Cigar Authority. Imagine we've been doing this crap for three years, and, and at least one person out there is listening. Uh, Rudy, that was nice to hear from him. True story. And uh, I, I feel all clean and nice. I'm ready to go. Well, you know, I'll just like you, you came back from the, uh, you look far. You look like a gentleman. You need a gentleman. Yes, we do need a gentleman. We need it. Does a gentleman use a flow be to cut us here? I think so. One of the highest rated segments on the Cigar Authority coming up right now. That's because Chuck does it. Uh, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison. Ladies, strap in. Get ready to teach your man how to do it right. It's a gentleman's way brought to you by... Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair cannot, never, ever be subtracted from one's life. What are we talking about today, Chuck? Guys, we're going to talk about the gentleman way to tip. Really? Gentleman's way to tipping. You know, last week on the show we were kind of talking about, you alluded to valet service. And uh, what, what's an appropriate tip? What, what is a tip? What is tipping? What does it mean to tip? Right. Do you, you asked us again during our, our pregame warm-up, during our pregame show. It is to ensure prompt service. That's why so you the, would tipping The tips. definition would be insinuating you would tip beforehand. It would insinuate that to, and, ensure, to ensure prompt service, I will tip bucks you. Ahead of time. Yeah. What, what words uh, stand out from that? To ensure prompt service. For me, it's service. 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 
So, you, you know, I'm not going to give a tip to uh, self-service. That would be tipping myself. I, As you I, do with the Floby. Right. So I tip myself $100 when I cut my own hair. Big yeah, tip. I, I'm, a, I'm very irritated. I don't put cream and sugar in my coffee anymore, but when I used to, you go in, you spend $6 on a coffee. They pour it in the cup, and they go, cream and sugar's over there. And I'm thinking to myself, do you recognize me? It's because I don't work here. You put the cream and sugar in. And, and then and they, it, there's a little jar right there, tips. Yeah. I don't think so. It's too much of that little jar. And you know they're making like 12 bucks an hour. They're on, they're on track to be the manager, who, and they're going to train people to be just as stupid as they are, and they want my extra money, and all they did was pour coffee in a coffee cup? I think not. Right. Maybe it's ungentlemanly of me, Chuck. But I, well, I, that's what I wanted to discuss today. It's kind of an open forum thing. What I did is I went to a source. I went to CNNMoney.com where they actually have the recommended kind of like the, the, the guide to tipping, if you will. And they have various categories. So All I right, so I, I, how much are we supposed to tip? Right. So for, for a waiter or a waitress, you're at a restaurant. Yeah. What would you say is the appropriate amount to tip? I myself, I start at 20%, and that's if the service is just okay, and I'll go as high as 30 or 40%. If they really take care of me and the people that I'm entertaining, I think 15 to 20 is the norm. It would be my guess is what it's supposed to be, right? So, yeah, you guys are right on. 15% of the bill uh, for adequate service is what they recommend. 20% for great service, no less than 10% for poor service. Should oh. there be any tip for poor service? That is the question. That is the question. Even as a gentleman, I'm an over tipper. Yeah. I believe in over tipping. Yeah. But I. I uh, I'm not going to over-tip, and I don't want to tip at all if the service was terrible. I want to tip, you know I, know, I know the waitress, you know, they're not making $12 an hour. They're no, they're certainly not. Whatever. Two couple. or $3. Right, so they're counting on tips, so I want to tip them. But if they're awful, really, do I have to pay extra for your awful service? Do I want to encourage it? Mm. I think, Absolutely not. You're sending yeah. the wrong message at that point. Yeah. Um, what does yeah. Gentleman Chuck Morrison say about not tipping? With bad service. You know, I, I think to be a gentleman, you have to be uh, authentic. You have to be kind of uh, genuine. And, and, and really, what would you do in that situation? So myself, I've been in those situations where the service has been terrible and uh, have not tipped. Because, again, if you go back to the definition, to ensure prompt service, if the service is non-existent, does it, is it really worthy of a tip? No, nor do I want apologies for the whole dinner. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, can you get me some more bread? Can you fill up my water glass? They come back again. Can, anything else I can get for you? Yeah, can you fill up the water glass like asked? Oh, geez, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they, a little more time goes by. And, oh, I'm sorry again. And I'm sorry again. I'm sorry. Or the Listen. food's terrible. And, and you're, you're there all night. You're there for two hours, two and a half hours. You just want to get the heck out of there. And I'm sorry. Let me give you a free dessert. Now, you can't penalize the waitstaff. You can't penalize the waitstaff if the food is bad. However, if the service is bad, if they're providing good service and the food is terrible, you, ha- you take it up with the chef, but if the service is good and the food is bad, I say they, the wait sure, staff still sure. deserves a tip. However, the restaurant should be taking things off the, off the bill. They right. should you know, take those line items out, right. and you still tip based on what the bill would have been, in my opinion. But you know what my dad does? When he gets bad service, he tips one quarter. He carries exact change in his pocket at all times. He will put exact change... So it's exactly the bill. Yeah. That's separate. And in the center of the table, he will leave one quarter. And this is his message to the waiter. I do still tip, but this is what you get because this is how lousy your service was. Does he one leave quarter. a message? Or? Nope. Just boom, right in the thing. And I'm like, what, and what's that about? And thinks that they understand what that means. Well, 
How about, how about a little? We're not allowed in certain places. The service together. was awful. <laughs> yeah. The food was delicious. The service was awful. I'm sorry, I can't leave a tip because you know is that gentlemanly thing? See, I don't. I don't know that it is because in my and again, I don't know what the rule is for this, but I, in my opinion, what I, my understanding, I should say, is that that tip is not just going to the server. It's kind of at the end of the night, they kind of pull together all the tips and then, correct me if I'm wrong, it's dispersed amongst chefs, the, I the, did the work hostess, in, the, the waiters, kind of it's, it's, it's distributed, share the wealth, right? It's distributed I've, amongst all. I've worked in uh, food service before as a busboy and really what ends up happening is each waiter or waitress gets the tips that they've earned for the night and they tip out the people under them. Okay. So the busboys, the dishwasher, They'll tip those people out right. at the end of the night based on how well they serve them. Yeah. And then, so. Can I interrupt for a second with a taste profile? I have oh, a taste really? profile. Ooh. Um, so so you're, you're at the um, outside and you had a barbecue or something and you're going to toast some marshmallows. And you put the marshmallow on a stick and you toast the marshmallow and you burn it a little bit. You burn the marshmallow, but it's hot and, and burned and you put the uh, marshmallow in your mouth and you pull the stick out and you chew the burnness and the ma- sweetness of the burnt marshmallow and you have E from Essencia. That taste. The sweetness with a little charcoal taste. That's what I have here. A little charcoal and sweet lusciousness of marshmallow. Alright, I'm going to tell you that that flavor profile is not far from it. However, I do get a sense of a very rich, smooth Creamy peanut butter, peanut butter peanut with butter. the with the the if you make it like a good peanut butter sandwich, you get you high end peanut butter, it's real smooth and creamy, and you put honey from the hive right on the other side of the bread, nice. and you put that together where the honey and the peanut butter meet. You know this is what E is. You're wrong, but it, it sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> You know, they got the, the chocolate and the peanut butter and the Reese's peanut butter cups. You got um, the mallow cup, yeah. which is the mallow cup is the chocolate and the, the marshmallow. And the favorite thing is the fluffinata sandwich, the peanut butter oh, yeah. and the marshmallow. No doubt. There is no candy. There is no mallow cup, Reese's mallow cup. You're on fire today, man. Wouldn't that be the fluffinata? This is going to have to be next week's show. We take the mallow cup and we cut it in half. And we cut the Reese's peanut butter cup in half. Why cut them and in we half? Put them together. Stack them on top of each other and eat because them I'm as not a sandwich. A fat guy, I yeah. need to go just the the essence you of it. Got to splurge every now and then, my man. Uh, it's just I, too much. Uh, I don't know if my daughter's listening to the show, but uh, I went to get my keys this morning, and sitting on my keys was a mallow cup. Nice, oh. me a mallow cup. So uh, that was my little. Th- I left it for later. But anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking of you it. You saved food. O- obviously, I'm thinking of it because I got the marshmallow from the taste of this. It's calling a- to you, isn't it? It is. So it's on my mind anyway. But a little overcooked marshmallow on the open fire. Is I, what I, I went into speaking of being overweight. I went into who the uh, heck was talking about overweight? Why do we have to bring that up? Gentlemen's stores locally, and I picked myself up some dress pants. And I'm a perfect 34-34 in everyone's everything, except at this one place. I'm a 36-36. I looked like I had high waters on, and I could barely get the first button done. It's got the two buttons and the clip. Could barely get the first one. I was very uncomfortable. Felt like if I sat down, I was going to split my pants. 
and I blame you. And you wow. don't and you don't want to buy from there anyway. Why wouldn't I would make oversized clothing with lower numbers on them, and everybody would all fat yeah. people would <laughs> shop at my store because they'd feel good every time they came in. Anyway, we're interrupting Chuck's. Uh, no, it's good. It's good thing anyway. So let's continue here on anyway, right. some other categories where you might find yourself in a, in a tipping situation. So uh, at the bar, bartender. Um, again, according to CNN Money, they recommend 15 to 20 percent of the tab, with the minimum of 50 percent per soft drink. Um, now, now you go minimum. to the, you go to the bar, you buy yourself a beer. Yeah, the answer is a dollar. Yep, that's exactly dollar what they per say. drink. Yep, but it, it could be a three dollar beer. It's a dollar, which would be 33 percent. Right. It would, you know, you, you, if it was a five dollar drink, it's still a dollar. Right. I, I don't know. That's I what I've been in, doing. I throw in an extra dollar if the bartender's really nice to me and is attentive and gives me the drink immediately. I order it, turns around, makes the drink, comes back. I want to reward that service. I throw in an extra dollar because I got it immediately. Okay. This is the one place where I think I'm a true gentleman is tipping. Uh, court, uh, coat room, attendant, coat room. Check your coat. I, I don't uh, do it very often at all. I don't know, a dollar? Yep. Let some okay. stranger root through my pockets. Give a dollar. I'll just keep the jacket with me. Thank you. Uh, we mentioned the parking, parking valet. Or garage tenant, if they bring the car to you, minimum $2. Bring the car to me? How else is it done? Well, that's what their job is. They take the car, they put it where it goes, and then they go back and get it, and they bring it to you. Here's the, $2 here's the, seems low. Though. Well, here's the confusing part that I have with that is when I hand them my keys, I tend to tip them immediately because I'm scared to death. So you're going to rifle the... through my stuff, so I start. And then when the guy brings it, and it's a different guy, Double I down. end up tipping him also because racket. I'd be a jerk if I didn't do it. It's a racket. When are you supposed to tip him before that's or after? A, that's the question. I mean, I think it's both. I think it's both. All right. Um, All right. Maybe that's why it's $2. You go $2.50 per guy. Washroom attendant. Washroom attendant. You Buck. know the bathroom? Buck. Yeah. They, they, anywhere from minimum $0.50 cents to dollar to $2 is the suggestion. It's just range. a person in there to sap your money. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, what he, because you what want the room for clean. You? He's constantly cleaning the toilet. That's got to be the worst job there is. You got eight hours in the men's room. The problem is Seriously? you can't go in and do the stuff that we talked about last week. You do the Fred Astaire. It's not like he's going to leave the room. No. He stays in there with you. Yeah. Then he's trying to talk to you. It's all uncomfortable. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I would pay him to leave. <laughs> Listen, like, like I, what do you do I have for a, a hooker? I have the Havana omelet coming up. Can you please leave? Yeah. <laughs> what I need you to do is stand outside. Here's twenty bucks. Stand outside. Do not let anyone in right. this bathroom. How about that? And then how about that? Now There's more where now that came you. from. Here's twenty. Stand outside the bathroom. I want to be alone for this, and so do you. <laughs> I need to. I need to be with myself right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what else we got? Taxis, right? Taxi drivers. This is a common question. What, what do you tip? What do you tip, uh, gentlemen? Minimum 15%. And, and there's an additional rule to that as well. Dollar to $2 per additional bag. So, for example, you're picked up at the airport. It's an automatic 15% tip, minimum. If you're having the, uh, the taxi driver, you know, take care of your baggage, you have a bag or two, it's at least a dollar to $2 per bag. So, you know, $30 cab ride, it's a, it's a $6 tip for, for the 15%, right? And yeah. then you've got uh, uh, $2 per bag, two bags, 10 bucks. Okay, you're driving through Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And you, you get a coffee black, and you drive through, and yeah. they say it's $2.50, which is way too much anyway. And you give the $2.50, and they poured black coffee in a cup, hand it to you outside the window, mm-hmm. and they're expecting a tip. What do you tip them? Nothing. See, the answer, technically, I mean, it's, it's tough, because here's what I do, and this is maybe I'm not doing it right. You're in line. 
The yeah. guy in front of you, it's if a 15-minute ordeal. I wish I should have got out of the car and just ran in myself. As I'm saying, as I'm going there, the girl in front of me is yeah. not paying attention, and she's supposed to be already going forward, yeah. driving me crazy, and they are expecting a tip. They are. Now you go to, to, the, to the McDonald's drive-thru, and you get the breakfast sandwich, and you get the coffee, and there is no tip at all involved. Why is that? Mm. Very confused. There is no tip jar. There is not, nothing expected. They don't take tips. And you've got the sandwich and the coffee. And it's wrong. No tip. Ever. They're providing service. They're making eight bucks an hour. I don't want to hear it. It's a high school kid that's barely making it. It is so confusing what to do. How to yeah, tip the answer is they get do. nothing. So and I, I get dirty looks see, from just, them sometimes. If but it's two sixty two and I get three bucks, here's three dollars. Keep the change. It's just my so if they, standard operating procedure. I always just whatever just, it is. I just I'm just never change. going keep to the, the drive through again, so I don't have to worry about this. Hmm. Never. Hmm. What do you guys just don't oh, tip? I don't. No I don't tip Dunkin' Donuts. I don't do it. Uh, we had a haircut on today's show. Barber, the barber. What do you tip the barber? I have no idea. Yeah, right. How about you, Mr. Jonathan? Yeah, right. I have been to the barber. Yeah, I tip him five bucks or whatever. He gives me a good close shave. Give him five bucks. Yeah, 20% is, is kind of the uh, the norm for a barber. How much is a haircut? On, you're looking at 12 15 to 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah, 15 bucks. So give him a 20. Give him a 20. Yeah, fine. 20 bucks a haircut once a month, $240 a year. Yeah. Or by the Floby. The sticker on mine says forty nine dollars. They go about a hundred bucks now. Go to scarthory.com. Hit the art. Oh, we didn't do that. We didn't. Do right. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did right. not plan ahead. Uh, that's you know that's pretty much it. You know, gentlemen's we're not really at spas things like that. But uh, handyman, they say don't t- don't tip. Gas attendant, they say don't tip. Yeah, I don't tip those guys. Gas attendant. Who is that? The guy that right? pumps Remember your that? gas for you. There's some states, uh, New Jersey, you can't pump your own gas. The full service. Full service. Wow, you never see that around here anyway. It's yes. not happening in New Hampshire, folks. Certainly not New Hampshire. Do they have that in Canada? they have gasoline in Canada? I believe they do. Yeah, they do? Yes. Okay. Um, last one here. Dave, I know you're going to be traveling soon, and I'm not sure if you're staying at a hotel, but some hotel things. Doorman? What do you tip the doorman? You're the person that comes to help with your luggage. Yeah. Again, the, the gentleman. If he takes it up to my room, yes. Yeah. Usually, yeah. he's going to take it and bring it up two stairs or something. It's on wheels and stuff. I don't let him take it. Right. You'll take it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you're sitting here. But are they going to bring it up to your room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Get Five, ten bucks. They say a dollar. A dollar? That's what they say. Guy takes it up to the room? Yep. Dollar per person. Oh, I'm sorry. God. Dollar per bag. Dollar per bag. I take one. Really? All right. We're running out of time, and I have a segment. Today. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Are you insane? Are you out of your mind? You'd have to be insane. Stop! It is time for news from the Insane Asylum. Old, odd, crazy news and stories brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful medium body cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 7x70. That's insane. That's Asylum. The European Union is currently investigating a proposal which would allow undertakers to dissolve dead bodies and flush them into the sewer system. Oh, really? (laughs) This proposal has come from the Flemish Association of Undertakers as a way of cutting down on the amount of land taken up by burials. And it flushes right into the... uh... Right in. The plan would see people's deceased loved ones being placed in containers containing caustic salts and water. 
These containers would then be pressurized, and sometime later the liquid and mineral ash left over could be flushed into the sewer system, set it and forget it. It's no respect. Yes, we're talking about dissolving the dead and flushing them down the toilet. Come on. It's no respect, and it is insane. The WTE LTD, whatever that is, is appalled by the European Commission that they are even looking into this shameful, polluting, and disrespectful suggestion. Wow. It is the European Parliament that wants dissolving and flushing down the sewers. That is sick. Someone belongs in the insane asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 7x70. That's insane. Yes, that's Asylum. Somebody was saying uh, earlier today they're hearing of a bigger size than the 7x70 coming on. I didn't hear any of that yet. I Uh, heard about it. You did. I sat with the rep. 8x80. Of Asylum. Of Asylum. When does this end, folks? It is insane. How big can you go? <laughs> we the need stuff to just is pull selling. a plug and do the 10 by 100 and just <laughs> have the it. biggest. It'll be over at that point. Oh, my God. The amount of, Is there too much tobacco out there or what is going on? But they're looking at, you You know, with a 6 by 60, you're looking at a, a 6 by 50. It's a $6.50. And at $6.99 is the 6x60 sitting next to it. And the folks are grabbing the 6x60 because there's more value. But really? But there's more jaw cramping, too. I mean, you feel like you have lockjaw by the time you get halfway through. It's insane. Asylum is the perfect name for that cigar. It certainly is. (laughs) So uh, there's been this thing, uh, legal battle, going on with cigar brands and labels and things over the years. And one of the uh, ones that have been going on for many years, it's actually 16 years now, is Cohiba versus Cohiba. General Cigar wins again and Castro loses. General Cigar, the red dot Dominican Cohiba, just won another battle of trademark war over the Cuban Cohiba brand. 16-year-old battle, Cohiba name. uh, Who has the right, Fidel Castro or General Cigar? The case went before the United States trademark trial and appeals again just March 14th. According to a press release, Cuba Tobacco, the owner of Cuban Cohiba trademark, petitioned to cancel General Cigar's use of the Cuban cigar brand. They want them to stop using that in the United States. Well, here's the thing. Trademark law is all about confusion to the public. You cannot buy Cuban cigars in the United States. There is no confusion. No one's going to mistake the Cohiba Dominican for Cohiba and they didn't, even, um, they didn't even make it Cuban. look like it has a red dot on it. It doesn't look like that being. They're not There's trying to confuse anybody. about it at all. It's just the name, and you can't buy the cigar in the United States. I say, good. This is one lawsuit that I'm all about. So another blow to Fidel Castro, who lost in 2010, uh, has no rights and challenges to the ownership of General Cigar. Uh, according to Cigar Aficionado, Cohiba was the first to create the Cuban Cohiba brand um, ever. I believe that is not true. I will make the statement that um, they are wrong, and Cohiba did not start with the Cohiba from Cuba um, uh, in the uh, 1970s or something when Cohiba came out. I don't believe that to be true. General Cigar's Edgar Kalman, who registered the trademark back in 81, uh, the late, great Edgar Kalman, um, began selling the Dominican-made version uh, in the early 80s. Litigation started in 1997. They waited till then when um, General Cigar started nationally promoting and advertising the Cohiba name. 
So uh, it's been uh, 16 years of this battle. Uh, Cuba Tobacco and General Cigar uh, has been uh, in a fight over this ever since. So uh, I don't believe uh, Cuban Cohiba was the first one to use it. First off, I think that was uh, stolen, which Fidel Castro stole everything. They stole everybody's name from everything, first off. Uh, You want to go deep into it and see what's going on. I mean, uh, dig around and you'll see that it's truly not them and... uh, I can't get into what yeah, I know. Why do you even start? Because then you can't yeah. even give out the whole thing. Yeah, you know too much. I know too much. But you're good at keeping it uh, amongst yourself. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, good. I don't want Fidel Castro to win anything. No. You know what I mean? So, uh, and as you say, I don't think... Um, it's not confusing it's to not the public. Conf- yeah. At all. And there it goes. And, and you know who's winning? The lawyers. The lawyers, yeah, yeah, they are. They're the ones that win. They've been going at this 16 years. Hey, let's do this one more time. Let's appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably let's... both sides are talking to each other. Let's do this again. Right. We'll both win. Imagine that. A lot of people don't hold a job for 16 years. These these lawyers have been doing the same case for 16 years. Amazing. And they're sitting around with each other, smoking Cuban Cohibas yeah. in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So three years, man. Three years. Three years. It really does seem like the time just went by. It did. And uh, every Saturday, technology. Comes. You guys didn't even touch on the changes in technology. I mean, oh my god! Oh, remember yeah. that first setup? Well, I mean, yeah. When I first came on, you had a lot Two of your equipment. laptops. Yep. A, a DJ soundboard. Yep. With buttons and signal paths going, and trying to remember what went where. The callers. The virtually impossible to train you on. I mean, it's it was unfair for yeah. you to come. So if you're going to take say, a call, you have to hit this and right. do this and lower the. It's like well, and and we're doing every single show live in a cigar store or someplace that allows smoking. You know, we've done the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Yeah. We've done it outdoors, Herps, do, uh, golf tournaments, yep. whatever. Yeah. We do it where we can smoke cigars because we are, and I still believe it's still to this date, we are the only cigar show that really smoke cigars during the show. The other people make believe like they light a cigar. Oh, now it's time to light to cut the cigar, and you right. hear the cutter going. And now it's time it's to remarkable. light. It's remarkable. Every single cigar cuts with the same exact sound. sound. Yeah. It's there remarkable. Is, there, there this is isn't a, internet radio. Like, we're on the air on seven different stations throughout the country. There right? are yeah. seven stations. And we're smoking cigars. Irritating How are we going to come up with these tastes, and how are we going to really explain to you? Listen, if the cigar goes bad, it goes bad. It's live. We're live. Yeah. So we're the authority, man. Yeah, we're, just, we're the authority, and we're really smoking the cigars. That was the whole idea, premise of it, because we we weren't the first to do this. We were not the first. There's a lot of people that that put cigar radio shows out there, but the thing that bothered me the most was they really weren't smoking cigars, and they really are making believe like they are. Okay, it's now time to light up the cigar. They're not even yeah. smoking it. So we're gonna go. Uh, Another year, obviously, right? We, we began. We, We're in. We signed the contracts. We move forward. And uh, if anybody has anything out there, it's uh, info at thecigarauthority.com. Email us and tell us what you'd like to see us do, what would make it better. You know, we're, we're, we're reaching out to you for, to help us to make the show better. If, if you we, do some... get, we do get lots of emails during the week, and thank you so much. People taking their time to, to send the message and say, hey, listen, the, this particular podcast cut out, or I really like this segment, or... Could you stop breathing into the microphone? Yeah, stop eating on air and all that stuff. So we are not going to stop eating anyway. One of the most popular shows was Dave's Office. Um, when we broadcast inside my office, I don't get it, but people like the crap Got I have around cool it. a lot of cool crap up there. All right, so uh, we're going to do it next week. Next week, it's Dave's Office Part 2. Till then, I want to thank everybody so much for three great years. Thank you for listening in and, uh, you know, 
watching the podcast and listening to the stuff. Uh, for Sean in the studio, thank you, Sean. Chuck Morrison, always, thank you so much. Mr. Jonathan and uh, the folks here from uh, Brothers of the Leaf, Essentia Cigars, E-Cigar, the Palio Cutters, the Palio Lighter. Home runs. This is it. Come by Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're here for the rest of the day. Uh, take advantage of the deals they're offering. And uh, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you so much for listening to the Cigar Authority each and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else today on this show, please keep the lid end out of your mouth. This is a f***ing Catalina wine mixer. That's right. Bye-bye!